0: Welcome to episode number 105 of the Between the Cracks Podcast. I am your host, Bill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Now, Chris, here we are yet again, traveling around this great big globe. For the past two weeks, we've been in Nigeria and Australia. Tonight, bud, we're headed to Sweden. My God, are we a couple of worldly lads or what? I say, Chris.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know we we should have done this a little differently, though. Why would we go to Nigeria, then Australia, and then to Sweden? We, we should have planned this better.
0: <laughs> You're correct, Chris, but nonetheless, we have unlimited funds here at BTC, so that's just how it goes. Please, Chris, <laughs> stick to the script. <laughs> but, bud, like I said, tonight we are headed to Sweden, but unfortunately we're not going to be able to do much sightseeing because we'll be spending most of our time underground. That's right, Chris. Tonight, we are taking on an actual ghost train tale. My God, do I love a good ghost train or ghost ship mystery. (laughs) Have we done one yet? (laughs) No, Chris, please. But I love them nonetheless. (laughs) What are you doing tonight, Chris? (coughs) (laughs) Now, I know what you're going to say, Chris, you and your negative ways. You're going to immediately dismiss this as nothing more than an urban legend. And uh, you may be right, as most people see it that way. But I uh, wouldn't be so sure about that just yet. Like I always say, each and every week, we have no other choice but to bring this train to a screeching halt, put it in reverse, because, pal, we need to go Backwards, in order to go forward. Let's start with a brief history of the Silver Arrow Train. Notice how I didn't refer to it as a ghost train this time, Chris, because believe it or not, the Silver Arrow Train, or the Silver Peelin' Train, is indeed real. Am I right, Locomotive Boy?
1: As much as it pains me to say, right you be. In 1965, Stockholm Metro decided that they wanted to add to their fleet. With commuter traffic building at the time, they needed a somewhat inexpensive way to build the fleet by adding eight new cars. Although when I say new, I just mean new to their fleet. These are actually second-hand cars.
0: I'm sorry, Chris, but you sound somewhat elitist. What's wrong with... A secondhand car.
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa! Uh, listen, I'm just, I'm just saying the facts. All right. There's no need to raise any alarms here.
0: <laughs> Please continue, Chris.
1: With the eight secondhand cars, <laughs> none of these were painted green like their original fleet that they had currently, and they were all the original metal color, basically of silver, which is where you get the name Silver Pin.
0: Now, from what I've read, Chris. This silver peeling kind of threw a lot of commuters off because they were so used to the trains being this greenish color that they did not like (laughs) the silver color at all. From my vantage point, as I'm looking at it today, the silver train, the silver arrow, looks much nicer than the matte green that they have on the other cars.
1: Yeah, it does have a little bit of a sleek look to it. But I suppose it was a little bit eerie for passengers as well, because when they boarded the train, well, as most trains would have even at that time, and it was most people who've taken the train today would realize that there's pretty much advertisements and billboards everywhere. Well, not on this one. It was completely bare, which made things a little bit eerie for the passengers.
0: Yeah, because they were secondhand cars, they still weren't really sure, I guess, if they were going to remain as part of the fleet. So they were running test runs on it and they weren't really investing the time to completely remodel them if they weren't going to stand a test of time. So they basically just left them bare. Judging by the pictures that I've seen, it is still (laughs) so much cleaner than any train that you're going to find in New York City whether it be Metro North or Amtrak, I mean, these things look spotless.
1: <laughs> I'm sure even today uh, in Stockholm, things are much cleaner than uh, <laughs> New York.
0: Yeah, but uh, I could see that. I mean, if you go into uh, an area that you're just so used to seeing all these colorful advertisements.
1: Um, that's one way of saying it.
0: <laughs> Chris, please, where you're used to seeing all these colorful uh, ads and whatnot, And then uh, you you go into this thing, and it's just kind of drab. I mean, I guess it could be a little bit off-putting, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that big of a deal to me.
1: (laughs) Well, the other thing is, can you imagine being one of the first passengers on the thing and walking on and be like, shit, am I going to get off (laughs)
0: this fucking thing? (laughs) Yes, indeed, because everything was a a little bit dated from the flooring to the seating. But either way, uh, Stockholm Metro was trying to make it work. So the commuters need to calm down. But with all that said, the consensus around the looks of this Silver Arrow train was that it had somewhat of a dystopian vibe to it. So you put all those factors together, including some that we're going to be talking about next, and that begins to form quite a bit of mystery around the Silver Arrow.
1: Yeah, I think this is when stories start to come about. Now we're talking that this happened back in 1965 when it was originally added But it didn't take long for people to start associating the trains with some sort of ghost stories.
0: Ghost stories indeed, Chris. But nonetheless, the Silver Arrow train lasted for quite a few decades on the Stockholm Metro rails. Like you said, they started in 65 and they lasted throughout the 70s and 80s and even into the 90s. But it was through the 70s and 80s that more and more of these stories and or legends surrounding the Silver Arrow or the silver pillin began to grow and the stories start to get a a, a tad more grandiose as time goes on, don't they?
1: Yes, and we know once people start spreading rumors how uh, quickly the stories change.
0: Apparently, there is one theory that states that the silver arrow only comes out but once a year and it will only reveal itself after midnight. Now, you may think, all right, it's after midnight. There's not going to be many people on there. And it's a ghost train. How the hell could there be anybody on there? Right, Chris? (laughs) Well. Well, uh, if you thought that the carriage was empty, you'd be wrong. Because apparently, and this is very odd, it's been stated that the car is actually filled with passengers. However, those passengers are completely expressionless. They make no movement at all, almost as if they are the living dead. And I guess if you're commuting seven days a week, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> you, in
1: fact, are also the living dead. You just don't know it yet.
0: Now, I don't know about you, man, but, but that that would freak me out. If I'm standing on a train platform A little after midnight, all by my lonesome, and I see a train pull up. And even though it is late, you're still going to see some movement on the train. I mean, think how bugged out you would be if a carriage pulls up, you see it full of people, but literally no one is moving. All just
1: staring straight with a blank stare on their face?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's like some Twilight Zone shit. I would not like that one bit.
1: (laughs) I've never considered jumping off a moving train, but that's a moment that I'd probably consider...
0: (laughs) But the question then becomes, Chris, would you board that train? All board. And I ask this because those that are daring enough to hop on the Silver Arrow experience some very bizarre happenings.
1: So there's actually a couple different variations. One story says that if you happen to get on the Silver Peelin, you are never seen or heard from. Again.
0: Not not, not this again, Chris. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Again?
1: (laughs) That's right. You were never seen or heard from ever again. That's just one of the theories. The other was another story basically says that it's not that you'll disappear forever. But if you do happen to get on the train after midnight, your destination will be your intended station. But it will be one week later.
0: Ooh, so what you're saying here is we're dealing with some form of missing time.
1: Oh, indeed. Now, if I'm a uh, resident of the Stockholm area, I would ride the shit out of this thing. I mean, shit, I have a way of basically uh, getting away from work for a week, right? So we'll, <laughs> if, I, uh, <laughs> if I just go into the office and say, hey, look, guys, sorry I was late. I took the silver peel in. And
0: uh, well, l- l- <laughs> that's a very good point, Chris, because remember, we're talking, we're, we're here in the early 70s in, in, in Stockholm. There's no way to confirm nor deny these claims at this point. You know, it's not like today where Big Brother's watching you around every corner and everyone has a camera in their pocket. You could have easily had said back in the early 70s, as this legend was at its height, you could probably have used that excuse and I mean, people may not have believed it, but they could have been like, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe he is telling the truth. (laughs)
1: Just go away for a week on vacation. Uh, But you were... (laughs) Yes,
0: make a a scene on the day you leave so everybody remembers exactly what the hell you were wearing and come back seven days later wearing that exact same thing, carrying the same drink in your hand, the same sandwich, whatever the hell you got.
1: (laughs) You could also buy a ticket... The day that you left, and then when you went on the week vacation, you just bring the ticket back,
0: <laughs> dude. I mean, huh? we, we might be onto something. We we can do this with your job, <laughs> but nonetheless, we're joking around. But I mean, the the, the thought and the theory behind missing time—that's terrifying. That then opens up Pandora's box to the multiverse theory, time travel. It'll blow your mind.
1: I'll tell you what, urban legend or not, you will not find me boarding any train after midnight in Stockholm.
0: <laughs> I, although I will say this Chris I would be much more confident boarding the midnight train in Stockholm than I would be boarding the midnight train in New York <laughs> especially in 2023
1: bud amen to that I will. Uh, I'll take my chances with the living dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> judging by everything I'm hearing all these eyewitness accounts we do indeed have a ghost train on our hands if you believe in that sort of thing But there is something that happens in 1975 that kind of pushes this quote-unquote urban legend to the next level. Am I right? Chugga-chugga boy.
1: Good grief. (laughs) (laughs) But Reggie B., and, uh, well, that's because in 1975, as you have mentioned, there is a new station that's being built. And this station is located in... Shumlinga. I'm sorry? Oh, you heard me. That's the name of the location. And this station was to be built as a new stop for the train. And indeed it was built, but yet it was never opened. And so suddenly, now you have a ghost train that's headed... To a ghost station.
0: Well, the plot is suddenly thickening, isn't it, Chris?
1: What do you think about that, Jim? Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I don't like it, if that's what you're asking, Bob. (laughs) Uh, And I've seen uh, pictures of this... How do you say Chris? Shumlinga. This Shumlinga station. And now it's abandoned, but I believe that there are talks to move forward with... uh, the original plans and make this uh, a station at some point in time. So hopefully it will get done at some point in the future, but uh, that remains to be seen. But I have viewed quite a few pictures of this abandoned station online and (laughs) it is definitely a little off putting. I mean, anytime you're dealing with a a place that is obviously abandoned, then you throw a tunnel or two in a mix and a ghost train on top of it. You have a nice little recipe for an urban legend to grow. And grow it did. Because now, throughout the mid-70s, all the way through the 80s, the legend of the Silver Arrow Ghost Train just continued to grow. Because now, people are basically saying that this Silver Arrow Train is headed straight into the existing, non-existent Shimlinga train station. So you do indeed have a station there, but it's a station to nowhere. So basically what I'm saying, Chris, for all those that dare to step foot on a silver arrow, perhaps, just perhaps, the destination is the Shimlinga Depot. Essentially, there's one way in, but there's no way out. So Chris, obviously I'm being a little facetious here, but that abandoned train station definitely adds an element of uneasiness to this entire story. Like I said, the legend of the Silver Arrow, it grew throughout the 70s and all the ways through the 1980s, even through the mid-90s. But, unfortunately, the Silver Arrow was retired by Stockholm Metro in 1996. So, you know what? I mean, 31 years, I mean, it had a good run. So, Chris, let me ask you, obviously, there's not much evidence to support the claims of this ghost train, but we do know that the Silver Arrow train does indeed exist and the unfinished Shimlinga depot does exist. Now, putting all that together, in addition to all these claims and everything else we talked about tonight, do you think there's anything strange going on underneath the streets of Stockholm regarding the Silver Arrow ghost train?
1: I'm gonna say no. I, I just I can't really grasp the thought of, uh, of, a, of a train actually existing that would board the living and possibly take them to nowhere or somewhere a week later. I, I just it just it just doesn't sit with me. So I'm gonna say no,
0: I, I don't believe. Thank you for asking me how I feel, Chris. Uh, uh, so, you know, I'm looking at all this. and No, I don't really believe any of it. However, if I was looking for an explanation to kind of validate some of these claims, I would definitely go down that missing time angle. For those of you that are not familiar with it, I'll just give a brief definition. Missing time is the feeling of spontaneously moving from one point in time to another one much later, knowing you were there but with no recollection of any of the events in between. So to me, that is the only thing that would make sense, because as the legend states, everybody that was indeed on board this Silver Arrow looked like they were the prime example of what we refer to as the living dead. Could it be those that are passing on from one timeline to another? Possibly. If I'm looking at it, that would truly be the only way that I could believe that any of this... Could be real. So, Chris, I am with you. I am 100% certain that the tale of the Silver Arrow is nothing more than an urban legend.
1: I gotta say, I didn't see that coming because uh, I thought you were going to be on board with this one, but...
0: uh, (laughs) No, not tonight, Chris. Not not after the way tonight's recording went. (laughs) Much like the Silver Arrow, this episode is going absolutely nowhere. (laughs) But, Chris, before we get out of here... Let me ask you. Where the hell is the silver arrow today because we said that Stockholm Metro retired it in 96. Are any of the 8 still in existence?
1: Two actually. One was brought to the factory where it was originally built and the other one was sent to a museum where it actually stood until about 2007 and then eventually it gets removed but it, it is rescued by an artist. Uh, And this is located at his art park. it appears that the car is on display in the park. And entrance is a mere 150 uh, sec, which I'm assuming this is the Swedish currency. So, yeah, you know, just cough up a little uh, sec and uh, you can check out the car.
0: Chris, I'm sorry. Would you mind uh, converting that over to uh, U.S. currency for me? Uh, Hold on one second here. I'm going to put this into
1: our... (laughs) Currency converter calculator. Just give me one second. Uh, and what I have here is that the one hundred and fifty Swedish krona, which is what SEK stands for, that converts over to roughly fourteen fifty uh, U.S. dollars. So for about fifteen bucks, and you can go ahead and check out the silver.
0: So basically, what you're saying, Chris, here in two thousand twenty-three, if anyone is daring enough for a nominal fee, they can indeed hop on board the Silver Arrow and see where the hell it takes them.
1: Yeah, albeit the complete outside is graffitied, so it does not unfortunately look like the Silver Train of old, but nonetheless it is a piece of history, so if you want to check it out, that looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so there you have it. If you do indeed want to hop on board the Silver Arrow, you still have the ability to do so, if you dare. So, Chris, that's it. That is the story of the Silver Arrow Ghost Train. Now, what do you say we do the rundown and we can mercifully get the hell out of here for the night? If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram Between the Cracks Podcast. If you would like to become one of our lovely Patreons, please feel free to do so by clicking on the link in the show notes. Now, Chris... With all that said, the Silver Arrow is making its last call for the night. Bud, we need to get on board and get the hell out of here. I don't care where the hell it's taking us. Just get me out of this goddamn BTCRF tonight. So with all that said, what do you say we wish the fine, fine people at the podcast land the finest of...